2: Hello, I'm Rekema with the news. First, the top stories. The Romanian Parliament meets in a joint session to debate and vote on next year's state budget. The Romanian Chamber of Deputies adopted new measures to combat tax evasion. And the western Romanian city of Timisoara marks 34 years since it declared itself the first city free of communism in Romania. The Romanian Parliament meets today in a joint session to debate and vote on the state budget and the state social insurance budget, supported by the government majority made up of the Social Democratic Party and the Liberal Party. The Social Democratic Prime Minister Martel Toulacu argued that the budget for next year is one of development and balance, a budget based on investments and which provides the necessary sums for the promised pension and salary increases. The opposition says that the budget is built on unrealistic figures which will not ensure economic development. The Romanian Chamber of Deputies adopted new measures to combat tax evasion. Failure to withhold taxes and contributions, the accounting documents for fictitious expenses, keeping double accounting records, or the use of cash registers that are not connected to the national information control system will be considered crimes. Punishments, which range from 1 to 10 years in prison, are harsher for repeat offenders. We'll come back to that after the news. The Western Romanian city of Timisoara marks today 34 years since it declared itself the first city free of communism in Romania. To celebrate the victory against communism, several events are taking place today, including screenings of short films and documentaries as well as a marathon tour at the Brincouche exhibition at the Art Museum. Thirty-four years ago, after the bloody repression of the uprising that started on December 17th, the big factories went on strike and the workers lined up and gathered in the center of the city. In front of the crowd, the army withdrew to the barracks. The people arrested were released and the Romanian Democratic Front was established. Started in Timisoara, the people's revolt against the regime, led by the dictator Nicolae Ceausescu, extended to several cities of the country. In the violent events that took place then, over 1,000 people lost their lives and around 3,000 were injured. The European Union extended several measures that should ensure the stability of energy prices and the supply of consumers. The European Commission says that the decision was made even if the member states have stored enough natural gas to avoid problems over the winter. The first measure refers to energy solidarity between EU countries. The second aims to shorten the deadlines for the approval of renewable projects. And the third imposes a temporary mechanism to correct possible high gas prices. The Commissioner for Energy, Kadri Simpson, said that the measures are taken preventively and that the market is currently stable. We'll come back to that after the news. The administrator of the company that was undertaking works on the foundation of the boarding school in Odorheus Secuiesc in Central Romania, where the collapse of a wall on Sunday resulted in the death of a 17-year-old student and the injury of three others, was detained on Tuesday for 24 hours. He is being investigated for the crimes of manslaughter and bodily injury. The prefect's office and the education ministry also ordered the start of investigations in the case of the building that housed almost 100 students, owned by the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Alba Iulia and rented by the local public authority. And that's the news.
3: Now for a brief announcement about Radio Romania International's annual survey of its listeners and internet and social media users to find out the 2023 personality of the year. And this has been no easy year, with the Russia's war in Ukraine continuing, energy prices rocketing, many parts of the world suffering food shortages, and, not least, with global warming, causing what was probably the hottest year on record. On top of all this came the conflict between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip. In this difficult year, which international public figure, in your opinion, has had the strongest positive impact on the world, and why? Radio Romania International will designate its Personality of the Year based on your nominations, which you can submit, together with a short justification, by posting directly on our website in A comment to this article at www.rri.o, by email at engl at rri.o, on our Facebook page, on Instagram, WhatsApp at 0040 text or audio, or by fax at 0040213190562. We will announce the Radio Romania International Personality of the Year on air and online on Monday, the 1st of January 2024. We are looking forward to receiving your nominations, so please get in touch.
4: Romania is trying to harshen its anti-evasion legislation. I'm Mihaly Ignatescu with more in this report by Bogdan Matei. <music> Romanian journalists have been writing for years that, in the private sector, tax evasion is almost generalised. According to experts, its extent is difficult to quantify, but Romania is among the first in Europe. Car mechanics or plumbers who work illegally. Minibus drivers who collect money from passengers but do not issue tickets. IT workers paid thousands of euros per month, but with a contract of employment on the minimum wage in the economy. Construction companies that collect from beneficiaries triple amounts compared to those registered in documents. For many years also, all kinds of new characters appear at the head of the National Fiscal Administration Authority and promise, without exception, higher collections to the state budget but fail to reach their assumed targets and are replaced by others, which continue the spiral of unfulfilled promises. However, the insufficient budget collections are the favourite excuse of all governments – right-wing or left-wing, single colour or coalition – for not making bigger investments in infrastructure and for not increasing pensions or salaries. On Tuesday, the Bucharest Chamber of Deputies adopted a set of additional measures to combat tax evasion. There were 182 votes for 80 against and two abstentions for this draft law initiated by the leaders of the government coalition the social democrat martel cholaku and the liberal nikolae chuka the current prime minister and his predecessor among other things not withholding of taxes and contributions accounting documents for fictitious expenses The execution of double accounting records or the use of cash registered that are not connected to the national control information system will be considered crimes. Depending on the seriousness of the offense, the punishments provided by the new normative act range between 1 and 10 years in prison and are tougher for tax evaders who've done it before. There is, however, the possibility of not getting punished if, for example, the damage does not exceed 1 million euros and its value increased by 15% plus interest and penalties is actually paid in full. In this situation, the competent bodies will not notify the criminal investigation bodies. From the opposition, the Save Romania Union deputy the Ion former Minister of Justice, claims that through such provisions, the coalition government is only decriminalizing tax evasion. The accusations were rejected by the vice leader of the National Liberal Party group in the chamber, Florin Roman, who accuses a lot of nervousness among the Save Romania colleagues that the fight against tax evasion is starting. End of quote. If it is not challenged at the Constitutional Court, the normative act adopted by the Chamber of Deputies as the decision-making body will go to President Klaus Johannes for promulgation. The
0: The EU has extended a number of measures aimed at keeping energy prices stable throughout winter. I'm Elena Enacke with more on this topic in a report by Eugen Coroiano. Having met in Brussels, EU energy ministers maintained a number of measures aimed at ensuring the stability of energy prices and consumers' energy supply, in spite of the fact that, according to the European Commission, member states have stored enough natural gas to avoid any problems over the winter. The European Commission said that the energy prices stabilized at the lowest level since the start of the war in Ukraine, but signal the fact that the geopolitical situation remained a problem that could influence them. That is why the Commission, together with the Council, have extended certain measures that protect consumers from possible moments of volatility or supply problems. As a first measure, EU energy ministers decided to extend until December 2024 an emergency regulation to coordinate gas purchases and cross-border exchanges in the event of shortages. A second measure, according to Radio Romania correspondent in Brussels, is to shorten the deadlines for approving energy projects from renewable sources so as to reduce dependence on fossil fuels, an extension in place until June 30, 2025. Finally, the third measure, maintained until January 31, 2025, aims to impose a temporary mechanism to correct possible high gas prices, prices that may not correspond to the reality of the international market. Energy Commissioner Kadri Simpson explained that the measures were taken preventively and that the market is currently stable and winter stocks provide additional security. According to the European Commission, the import of Russian gas is half the level of 2022 in an effort to financially weaken Russia's war machine. As for Romania, Energy Minister Sebastian Burduja said recently that gas deposits are full and that we are extracting more than we can manage to store. The country also has a security agreement with Azerbaijan of up to 1 billion cubic meters of available gas and also the option of using liquefied natural gas on the Turkey-Bulgaria-Romania or Greece-Bulgaria-Romania route. Burduja also said that starting 2027, Romania will have the biggest gas production in Europe through the Neptune-D project and that it now ranks first in the European Union in terms of consumption coverage capacity from its own production sources. And that was our newscast.
5: Romania.
4: Time now for Hit of the Day on Radio Romania International. Today we invite you to listen to the band Bosquito and their latest single Satellite, performed together with the Passione Quartet.
1: Listening to Radio Romania International
4: Society Today.
1: to our society today. In 2023, young people continued to question the state, and the answers received can be found in the diagnostic report that ended the Active Citizens for Quality Public Services project organized by the Romanian Academic Society, the RAS. Now in its second edition, after the one held in 2022, The project had two components. The first involved monitoring how public administration in eight cities deals with education, waste management, and public transport. The second was the advocacy component put into practice through the involvement of 80 young volunteers who talked with citizens of the eight localities, found out what displeased them, and above all showed them what the laws say about the issues which concern them. Regarding the Diagnostic Report on Education, Waste Management, and Public Transport, involved improvements were found compared to 2022, but also backtracking in the analyzed areas, namely in Alba Yulia Baco Biomare, Constanza, Deva, Giurgiu, Rumnikovulce, and Sector 1 of Bucharest. The scores given to waste management and public transport increased, but decreased in the education chapter, the main problems being found in the distribution of scholarships. Regarding waste, however, Andrea Petruc, the coordinator of this section, concluded, There are certain increases in terms of waste management. It hasn't improved much, but in some cases there are significant changes. It seems important to me to mention here, for example, the situation in Bucharest Sector 1, where I really noticed that there are people really care how to respond to our requests, or what steps they try to take this year. Although they initially started with a fairly low score, it has increased by almost 10 points. In Alba Yulia, we did not find significant changes, but neither did we find them in the other municipalities. As I said, there is a slight increase, but practically the progress made does not determine a significant situation or improvement for any of these cases. We have collection centers with volunteers that are for special waste streams, i.e. bulky waste, construction waste, or electrical and electronic waste. Then I noticed several campaigns to inform and educate citizens, and here I will highlight the case of the municipality of Baco where they developed an application for citizens so that they can find information more easily and report problems more easily. Other negative aspects that I really wanted to mention concern the lack of effort to implement the pay for your throwaway economic tool. We do not have any municipality that has successfully implemented this economic tool. There is also a lack of data on waste recycling, a chapter that, together with a general level of selective waste management, places Romania among the problem countries of the European Union regarding environmental protection. Andrea Petruc details the information contained in the diagnosis report. What I want to point out is that there is a complete lack of transparency. I mean, if you want to look up how much a county has recycled right now, you have nowhere to go. This data is not public, and it is sad because it is still data of public interest. It's not just me doing the research that should have access to them. But any citizen interested in this public service in this locality should be able to go to the website of the sanitation operator for this type of information. The legislation explicitly states that, at the level of each locality, there must be a website where citizens can be informed about the waste collection schedule or how to select it. In the end, how much does it cost to make a website? It's common sense and easy to do and would actually help improve the situation. But if we don't have sanctions for these explicit things as well, some municipalities will probably never change that. With regard to public transport, In the eight localities, the accessibility of the means of transport, the interconnectivity of the stations, compliance with the schedule, the degree of hygiene, and the facilities for vulnerable groups were analyzed. Bucharest received the highest score, because in any case the public transport network is the most developed in the capital of the country, considering the size of the city. And here measures have recently been taken, both to streamline the traffic for buses and trolleybuses, but also to monitor their schedule through dedicated applications. At the same time, however, the measurement of citizen satisfaction starts at a very low level, it being well known that many Bucharest residents, and not only them, choose to travel by car because public transport does not meet some basic criteria of predictability and cleanliness, according to Andra Meczak, coordinator of the Active Citizens for Quality Public Services Project. Therefore, basic things, while unnaturally long-awaited, increase the quality of a service when they finally happen. And this is an additional reason why young people, and not only them, must monitor more often those in charge of the good running of the community. You've been listening to Society Today.
4: Romania, the Eastern Flank.
3: Welcome to Romania, the Eastern Flank. I'm Udjan Nasta. The Henri Kwanda Air Force Academy, based in central Romania's Brasov County, Over December the 4th and the 15th, and with the support of a mobile training team as part of the Inter-European Air Forces Academy, played host to the basic instructor course. The course was a form of military training, placing the trainees in the role of the instructor through the step-by-step correction of the training method. Taking part in the aforementioned programme, there were 23 trainees, officers, warrant officers, non-commissioned officers, and professional enlisted soldiers from the United States, Canada, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Croatia, Estonia, Georgia and Romania. The administrative representative as part of the Inter-European Air Forces Academy, Major Melissa Golden, stated for the military journal radio show, we quote, The mission of the institution was to offer through education and training, optimal interoperability circumstances for the military of the two continents. The course was very important in that it contributed to the development of the interpersonal abilities, but also to a high degree of implementation of the tactics, techniques and procedures among militaries from various countries. Instructors and students alike were impressed by the Romanian food, by the tradition and history of the Romanian people. The food is delicious. Now that the Christmas fairs are open, we have the chance to enjoy the locals' hospitality and friendship, said a student in the basic instructor course, Sergeant Canton Hopkins. These days, four Eurofighter Typhoon fighter jets of the German Air Force completed their mission in Romania. Under NATO command, the German pilots, members of the 150 strong contingent of militaries who were posted to Romania, have carried air-policing missions jointly with the Romanian Air Force. Apart from the fighter jets, at the Mihail Coglniciano military base, located in southeastern Romania's Constanza County, the German troops also brought a high-performance drone detection system with a range of flight standing at more than 40 kilometers. We are prepared to defend the Romanian airspace and NATO territory said the commander of the German contingent, Lieutenant Colonel Markus Kuchenbau. We stay with the Mihail Kogolinchalo military base. The command of the US troops deployed to Romania for the strengthening of the Allied Eastern Flank has been handed over to the one of the US Army's best known units, the eighty second Airborne Division. The authority transfer ceremony, from the tenth Mountain Division to the famous US Division, was held last week. The rotation of the command structure is in accordance with the U.S. Army resolution to maintain its presence in southeastern Europe for the support of the NATO allies and the partners. To that end, here is what the commander of the 82nd Airborne Division, Major General J. Patrick Works, said, we quote, It is an extraordinary privilege for the 82nd Airborne Division to be here in Romania and in the entire eastern flank of the Alliance. And that was Romania, the Eastern Flank.
5: Next in this program Sports.
3: Welcome to Radio Romania International Sports Club. I'm Eugen Nasta. The year 2023 was an auspicious one for the Romanian sports as compared to the latter period, mainly in certain sports disciplines. Exceptional results were reported for rowing, as for gymnastics and football, we have secured our comeback in the world's great competitions. As usual, the end of the year brings with it the most prominent performers' rankings, compiled by the sports federations and the clubs. At the Romanian Rowing Federation, the best athlete title went to Simona Radis, world and European champion in the Double Skulls event, as well as European champion in the Coxed 8 event. Radish was also nominated the best member of Star Bucharest Army Sports Club. Dinamo Bucharest's top flight athletes are also award-winning rowers. They are Madalina Beres, Amalia Beres and Maria Lechachtivo-Dariu. The four had identical results in 2023. They won two gold medals each at the European Championships in Bled also they won one gold medal and one silver medal each at the world championships in belgrade for the second year in a row catalin kirila has been designated the romanian kayak canoe federation's best athlete in 2023 catalin won one gold and one silver medal at the world championships in germany's duisburg it was also in duisburg that kirila secured his ticket for the olympics also, Katalin Kirila won a silver medal at the European Games in Poland. The Romanian Gymnastics Federation's Executive Committee has designated the year's best gymnasts. They are Sabrina Voina, Andrei Muntan and David Gavrilovic. Sabrina Voina won bronze in the floor event as part of the European Championships in Antalya. Sabrina came in fourth in the vault event, also securing her qualification to the 2024 edition of the Olympics. In artistic gymnastics, Andrei Montan has qualified to the Olympic Games in Paris. In aerobic gymnastics, David Gavrilovic scooped the Shooting Star Award as part of the European Championships in Antalya. Gavrilovic's record back then was made of three gold medals. He won in the trio, in the aerobic dance and in the team's events. And that's all from sports today. You can also access our sports items at rri.o and on Facebook. Listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next in the program, here is truly Romanian. I'm Eugen Nasta. <laughs>
5: Acolo pe fân jos
6: S-a născut Domnul Hristos La mulți alburi.
3: you have just been listening to one of the most beautiful traditional Romanian carols next up in the program here's yet another fine carol from Transylvania performed by Nicolae Turku and the Flowers group of the Apuseni Mountains
5: Spinning a
3: Invited to listen to yet another fine carol performed by Georgiana Marinescu. We end Truly Romanian today with a very beautiful carol performed by an ethno-folkloric ensemble from Chisinau, Republic of Moldova.
5: Living Romania. Coming up next, <laughs> Happening in Romania.
1: Hello and welcome to Happening in Romania with me, Kalinko Soyu. The world is changing. During the Cold War, when one said dictator, The word was associated with what was then called third-world countries, what we now call the Global South. These were countries in former colonies of Europe and the United States, all over Africa, South America, and Southeast Asia. Of course, there were dictatorships in Eastern Europe too, such as that in Romania itself or Albania. Romania got rid of its dictator this month in 1989, in a so-called revolution that reeks of a coup d'etat, but one which brought about democracy, no matter how wobbly it was at first. But we are here to talk about something that happened years after, in our much more recent history. As you know, almost ten years ago, a momentous event occurred, when Romania elected its fourth president in a quarter of a century, Klaus Johannes. It would be easy for someone not familiar with Romanian history to underestimate the significance of such an event. In Romania's evolution since the fall of communism in 1989, the sequence of presidents is quite interesting to consider. The first post communist president, Ion Iliescu, was a former middle management communist official who, as the pro western part of civil society feared, forestalled as much as possible the process of Romania's integration into the Europe west of it. Hopes ran high when, in 1996, Romanians elected a second president, Emil Constantinescu affiliated with the parties representing that portion of society. That, however, proved a rather moot option, since the resistance put up by the party supporting the former president prevented the significant reform and modernization of the state, failing to bring it in line with European Union standards. When the president's term ran out, He left behind a country in confusion and aimless, with poor prospects of joining the ranks of advanced countries with strong constitutional democracies. Corruption was still rampant. The economy was a mess of insecurity, with the state bureaucracy in the grip of a loose clique of politicians and business people whose sole aim seemed to be getting rich off the taxpayers. Then a third president was elected, Tairan Bosescu, who was atypical of either of the two sides that had vied for power until then. He formed his own party a few years before the elections, a party on whose behalf he won the mayor's seat of the capital Bucharest and that became the trampoline that propelled him to the presidency. The constitutional term for a Romanian president is 10 years. In his 10 years as head of state, he governed over Romania's integration into NATO and then the European Union, setting the country on an irreversible trajectory to the west. This is the reason for which now Romania has a clear stance in the worrying conflict that threatens to shatter Eastern Europe. And now the country has a president whose most striking qualities are the fact that he was a maverick when elected, a newcomer to the politics of the capital Bucharest, and the fact that he is ethnic German. Both those qualities are easily underestimated were one not to be closely acquainted with Romanian politics. Of the two, we will be focusing today on the second, though listeners may wonder what significance the ethnic origin of a head of state could bear in a constitutional democracy. Well, the answer is that Romania, though quite modern compared to its communist past now, is still a country very much influenced by the fierce nationalism cultivated by the state during the reign of the dictator Ceausescu. As such, it had been drummed into the heads of the older generations to be suspicious of people of foreign origin though they may be citizens of the country coming from a long-standing historical minority, one with centuries of history in this country. One such minority is the one the president belongs to, the Transylvanian Saxons. They have a long history, and their achievements were many. In fact, it may be said that they were the builders of the first real cities on what is now Romanian territory. During the Middle Ages, around the turn of the first millennium, the Kingdom of Hungary was formed, with the province of Transylvania as its eastern part. As waves of migratory people threatened the still young kingdom in the 12th century AD, the Hungarian king called upon Germans to settle in key areas to defend the crown, granting them what were then lavish privileges in exchange for their highly prized skills as city-builders, craftsmen, traders, and warriors. Such was their success that, to this day, the German name of Transylvania is Siebenburgen, the seven cities. One of them, by the way, is the city of Sibiu, the one where the current president was mayor before he was elected, just as the president before him was mayor of Bucharest. The Saxon cities were granted autonomy and were self-ruled through the ubiquitous system of guilds. On a lighter note, Transylvanian Saxons may be said to be of the root of the myth of Dracula. In the 15th century, when the southern part of Romania was a kingdom of Wallachia, ruled by Vladimir Baylor, a.k.a. Dracula, The Germans, for uncertain reasons, maybe trade wars, and with the help of the newly invented printing press, started circulating stories of the monstrous cruelty of the Romanian prince, which may have been the inspiration for Bram Stoker. But let's get back to actual history. After the Hungarian kingdom was defeated by the Turks at Mohac in 1526, Hungary fell under Ottoman domination, but not Transylvania. After the Ottomans were pushed back south of the Danube, they were replaced by Austrian, then Austro-Hungarian domination. The German community thrived under the rule of their Austrian cousins and had a privileged status under the law, unlike their Romanian countrymen, who held lower status. Even though the rulers of Transylvania... Both Austrian and Hungarian were mostly Catholic, while the Saxons adopted Protestantism. Their German orgy ensured an advantageous social standing. Such was the reputation that Germans held among Romanians that, when the first ruler of the United Principalities was deposed, the young Romanian state chose to bring in a German nobleman as a ruler. Prince Karl of Hohenzollern-Zigmaringen. He was declared king in 1881, eventually turning the country into a constitutional monarchy. In 1878, he secured Romanian independence from the Ottomans as a result of the Russo-Turkish War, which ended that year, and managed to maintain, for the most part, independence from the victorious Russian Empire. He declared his family Romanian, and many of his successors adopted the Christian Orthodox faith of most of his subjects. We hope that this brief foray into history explains better why the election of an ethnic German as head of state bears special significance. As if to confirm the expectation of the voters to put him in office, Romania is now witness to an unprecedented campaign against corruption. This has been happening in Romania. Focus on Romania.
5: Coming up next on Radio Romania International, simply focus.
4: Welcome to Truly Romanian at the end of our broadcast here on Radio Romania International today. I'm Ana Maria Popescu and our guest today is Cristian Fodor, hailing from Huneduara in the southwest of the country. Here he is with a love song. (music)
7: Lai lai la, lai la, lai la 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 click clacker a la 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 Dragostea îți fată-mare, hai la 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 la, trece ca focul de pai, hai la 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 la, dragostea îți fată-mare, hai la 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 la, trece ca focul de pai, hai la 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 la, or de cum flăcăr în altă nin, nu începem să și gâta, nin nu începem să și gâta, hai la 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 s-ncredin vorbei dulci la 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 duc se-a pus tiu hai na 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 s-ncredin vorbei dulci la 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 duc se-a pus tiu pe munte hai na 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 cu borb matrice canoru și în urmărăm miine doru și în urmărăm miine hai na 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 na
3: And with that our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next programme for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11630 kilohertz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programmes tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.o Channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at Goodbye.